Welcome to the Extraordinary Women Podcast, and I am so happy you're here. I'm Sherry Harmel, your host for the next 30 minutes or so, and you must be an extraordinary woman if you're here listening today. This is the place where we have conversations about relevant, current, and important topics for today's women. From finding that elusive balance that we all seek, to clearing out the stuff that we no longer need in our lives. Those are our conversations and not much is off limits. The mission of the Extraordinary Women podcast is to give you ideas, inspiration, and even hope that your dreams are absolutely possible. So let's get started. Welcome everyone. I'm Sherry Harmel, editor and chief creative of the Extraordinary Women magazine, community, and podcast. Our sole focus is to support women like you to make their dreams come true and create lives that matter, truly matter. And dreams matter, no matter what our age, lifestyle, past experiences, even what our current situation is, our dreams matter. They're part of the essence of who we are and provide the hope for what we could be, right? Well, this episode (laughs) was supposed to be an interview with the amazing Crystal Kennedy, which we'll talk, we will talk to Crystal at some point in the future. But due to my technology issues, that conversation, you know, has to be postponed a little bit. And because of my technology issues, I thought it might be a good time to talk about the discomfort of the stretch, is what I'm going to call it. Think of stretching our bodies. The level of discomfort in, say, stretching our quads or hamstrings is solely dependent on how often we regularly stretch. Now, if you're someone like me who spends a great deal of time sitting in a chair because you're on a computer most of the day, Those muscles get really tight, and unless we stretch, they end up so tight, they cause us pain. And we also know and read, we've all read the same thing I have, which is that we have to stretch our bodies both to feel better, but also to prevent injuries. But as we get older, it's even more important that we stretch, right? But how does that relate to life, you're probably thinking? Well, stretching ourselves in our daily life is also uncomfortable. And depending upon your life choices, it can be really uncomfortable. Now, I've been making Paris my half-year home base now for a few years. And when I first started coming, I knew zero French. Zero. I was much more of an Anglophile than I was a Francophile. And having never taken a second language in high school or college, learning another language was daunting. But I tried. I tried group classes. I can't tell you how many group classes I signed up for. Uh, I usually made it about to lesson three, and then I checked out because I, I couldn't follow it all. I just didn't have what I needed. Nothing worked until I found 
Corrine Duffing, who's just phenomenal. She's an online teacher that I've had now over a period of years. And I shared a Corinne story in the October issue of the Extraordinary Women magazine. But so read it, but let's get back to stretching. I began my French lessons, truly, long after my brain was open to new ways of communicating. So my brain was super resistant to the sounds and the rules of this new language. But when I decided to spend more time in Paris, I made the commitment to myself to try. And it's been hard. It's been really hard. Oh, I can learn in the sessions. I've got all my little cheat sheets all around me when I'm on my calls with Corinne. Um, you know, and I know a, a pretty good bit of grammar or maybe the foundations of French grammar. Honestly, I had to go back and learn English grammar first. But the hard part about learning another language, for me anyways, is the doing. The doing and learning a new language is actually going out and trying to speak it. <laughs> Sounds easy, right? It's not. It is what I call the doing that is the scariest and hardest part of any stretch, whether it's a language or it's something else. The catch to all of that or the gift in the middle of all that scariness and difficulty, I want to say, is that hidden within it is a reward that absolutely makes you want to dance. And I'll give you an example. For two years, I looked at this fish market, fresh fish market on Rudibach. I live just off of Rudibach here in the 7th arrondissement. I'd sit at the cafe across the street and I'd watch the happenings in the, and forgive my French, Poissonnerie du Bac. It's a happening place, let me tell you, especially on Sunday mornings when people are shopping for their afternoon family dinner. It's fresh fish. It is truly fresh. I loved watching it all. There are usually two very well-built older men with big aprons on, rubber gloves, and boots that would help people make their fish choice, and then they'd weigh it and clean the fish for the person to take it home. It was fast, loud, and high energy in a incredibly small space. I mean, it was like a quarter of the size of my little tiny living room right behind me. Much as I wanted to walk in and order something, all my language insecurities came up. They rose to the surface. Oh, I don't know what the different kinds of fish are called and how much do I order and how do I order in grams versus ounces? How much will anyone wait on me? So I sat in the cafe across from the fishmonger on Rudy Bach and imagined myself ordering something. Oh, I had great dinners planned. Well, this fall, I signed up for an online cooking class with Jane Webster from My French Table. And scallops were on the menu for last Friday's dinner. I suddenly knew I would have to go into that fish shop or the fishmonger, Poissonnerie, I think it's called. I'm struggling. You can hear it. Um, if I, I had to go in there, if I really wanted fresh scallops. So I decided I was going to put on my big girl smile 
and walk in. Now, <laughs> one of the burly guys listened to my horrible French when I ordered. Je voudrais du cent grammes escalope. You know, I'm like, you know, sign language is working better than French, let me tell you. Well, he immediately went to the bucket where the scallops were, but the scallops are in their shells. He picked up a number of these shells, weighed them, and then walked to this long counter with sinks on either end of it. And I was absolutely panicking under my mask because I thought, how am I going to get those scallops out of the shells? I just watched as he plopped open those scallop shelves with this special tool that he had and then pulled out this sprayer, you know, to spray off whatever the gunk was. And he did this one by one as he proceeded to remove all of the scallops from their shells. I, well, I'd never seen anything like it. So I pulled out my phone and I actually took a video of the process, which I posted over on Instagram because I'd never seen it before. I thought it was fascinating. All this happened. He smiled at me. We said our goodbyes. Obviously, I paid, said our goodbyes, and I walked out of that shop. And I have to share, I was proud. I was proud of myself for swallowing my fears and walking in to order what it was I wanted, even in my horrendous French. That, ladies, is the gift of a stretch. You not only feel proud, you feel confident. You feel on top of the world. And what's really interesting is that with each stretch, you're ready for an even bigger stretch. I had planned out my visit to the fishmonger, but honestly, it was a stretch that I had been working towards for quite a while. With all my little attempts to converse with waiters, my newsstand man who keeps trying to talk to me in French because I'm buying La Parisienne newspaper almost every day. The pharmacy staff, the grocery store clerks, these are all tiny stretches that have given me the courage for my big stretch. Well, that's just like life. It's our little stretches, our little pushes to do what it is that we really want to do that are so important because they get us ready for the big stretch. Those little stretches are what prepares us for the transformation, the bringing the dream to reality. Yes, we learn we, by researching, by exploring, by imagining, by mind mapping and planning. I've done it all. It's all super fun and it can even be quite energizing. But the real stretch only happens in the doing. And it is in the doing that is so hard and often more than a little intimidating. I hear so many women talk about what they want to do, what they'd like to create, how they want more and actually need more in their lives. And even though there is planning and imagining, they stop themselves from stepping into the doing. Now, I completely recognize this pattern because I did it for years. I was going to buy, you know, some goats, believe it or not, and start a goat cheese or soap business. I was going to write a book 
I was going to live more simply. I was going to figure out my marriage once and for all. I was planning out a cottage cove lifestyle on our horse farm long before that was even a phrase. But I didn't do it. And I didn't do it for lots of reasons. Now, they were all really good reasons. But the bottom line is that I didn't take any chances for me. I didn't stretch myself to get busy on my dreams. My dreams were all on paper and they were swirling around in my head as I drove from tutor to tutor for my daughter. But I didn't do anything that would take me even a tiny step towards my dreams. Yes, all that doing for others is important and it's necessary, but I ask you, just as I had to honestly finally ask myself, is the doing for others really a good excuse for me not to get started in the doing of my own dreams? That's kind of a big statement. And I think that's possibly true. I think it was possibly true for me. And as a result, the years passed one after another and what happened is that slowly I became more and more unsure of my ability to make any of my dreams a reality. Just like those hamstrings and quads in your legs as they become shorter and tighter with time if you don't stretch, so too does our willingness and our confidence to engage in or even contemplate a stretch in our lives. But just like your body, you can start to stretch your confidence by engaging in little, almost seemingly insignificant exercises of doing. Now, if your body's super stiff, you don't sign up for a gymnastics class with a bunch of teenagers, right? Instead, you start stretching off and on during the day. You stand more than you sit. You start to incorporate little habits that slowly stretch out your hamstrings and your quads, and you begin to notice a difference. So let's apply that new pattern, that new little pattern to your dreams. Make a list of little things like small habits that you could begin to incorporate in your daily life that actually begin to stretch you. Little stretches, remember, tiny stretches. Those little stretches that move you just a little closer to your dream. Here's some examples. If you want to write a book or a fantastic blog, write every single day for 10 minutes. Just 10 minutes, but do it every single day. If you want to start a podcast, contact one person each week who's doing a podcast. Reach out and find out what platform do they use? How did they get started? Do they have any words of wisdom? Don't stalk them on IG or Facebook. Contact them. Now, if you want to create a YouTube platform, start by doing some videos on your phone. What works? What doesn't? What do you say? Is it easy to hear you? There are certain kind of environments that you like to videotape yourself. If you've got a business idea, maybe around handwork, such as embroidery, quilting, or knitting, sign up for a course. Join a knitting circle. 
let yourself be immersed in the art so you get a better sense of what, you know, what would your life be like living that dream. I'm going to leave you with something that Richard Branson said. As you start to plan out, here's my dream, what are my tiny steps? Richard Branson said, if your dreams don't scare you, your dreams are too small. The Extraordinary Women Magazine community and this podcast are hopefully tools to help you on your journey to creating a life that matters. Now, none of us are celebrities or even well-known, but your voice matters in this community. And because you are listening to this podcast, my guess is that you are also a real and true extraordinary woman. So I welcome you and I encourage you to join the Extraordinary Women magazine community. When you subscribe to the magazine, you're welcomed automatically into our private Facebook group. You'll get invitations to our coffee chats and champagne soirees, depending upon your time zone. These are times when we get together online and talk about issues that are coming up for our community right now. For instance, very soon we're going to be talking about the book Breath. I am intrigued by this book, and so will you be. I just know it. I want to explore why breath is so important to our bodies and our mindsets. Where did we, like, not breathe properly? It's all about the nose. I'll give you a preview. <laughs> I've even heard that proper breath actually speeds up our metabolism, and I'm all for that. So, our next coffee chat is about a little breathing and a whole lot of discussion around creating a holiday season we love, not just to endure. This is a community, ladies, with a magazine just for fun. But wondering if you're, you'll fit into the group? Well, if you're married or solo, you've got kids at home, maybe your kids are grown. Corporate career, maybe you're an entrepreneur, a stay-at-home mother, even retired, I know that you will fit because we're about appreciating each other, encouraging each other, and inspiring each other to find that secret to your happiness so that you can create that life that matters. So go to ExtraordinaryWomenMagazine.com and join us by clicking the subscribe button. It's a whole lot for $29.99. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your precious time and as I say to my friends and neighbors in Paris, a biento. Thank you for listening today. If you want to hear more, just tune in every Monday for a new episode. And if you felt this podcast was helpful, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any conversations and that you also get notified when we have special gatherings. If you liked this episode, please share it with another extraordinary woman. And if you have a moment, I very much appreciate you leaving a review. Now, if you want to hear more about the Extraordinary Women magazine, which includes much more than just the magazine, reach out to me via social media or join us at sherryharmel.com.
I look forward to our next conversation and I hope you do too.